So, hi, I want to say hello. hello. Welcome to So My Boggling Journeys. Thank you. Yes, I'm here with um, Equa Msongi and Andrea Coleman, and they are uh, here for from All My Friends Are Married. It's going to be a new web series, a five-part web series, um, about a Christian woman who is dating in New York City. And so we have Andrea, who is our lead actress, and we have Equa, who is a director. So we're just going to go right in, uh, and do you want to say a little something about the project? Yeah. Um... The writer, Mercedes Brezier Thurman, um, is an old friend of mine. We went to college together, and she approached me, boy, it's been at least two years now, um, more just, she was interested in, you know, she had been writing this thing sort of in her back closet for several years and wanted to figure out how to get it done, and I read it and just adored this character and could completely see... Um, could completely could see her. I could actually see the character, and I could see it coming to life. And um, and I wanted to make it happen. And she had, I think, two thousand dollars. I was like, okay, we can figure out how to sort of guerrilla style make a pilot episode, and then use that to launch the rest of it. And so that's pretty much what happened. And um, it's just been it's been a really exciting experience you know it's hard when something takes so long to come to fruition it's, you kind of forget where you came from or something like all the trials and tribulations because it's been such an elongated process and so much has happened since then mm -hmm. um and i also just want to say that when she came to me with a script and we we're talking about <clears throat> excuse me who the lead character would be andre was the first person in my mind um, Andrea and I were in a writing class together and I have read her work and seen her kind of perform different scenes from her work and I was like you just you have to meet Andrea like there's just I know exactly who Lauren is and we're gonna shoot it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and you know it's always interesting I, I have it it was the first time directing something that I had not written um, so it's an interesting negotiation with a writer who's been living with these characters for a long time to have now have a new person to come and be like, actually, that's not who you're thinking of. Let me show you who you're thinking of. Um, but, you know, everything worked out perfectly, and I think um, Andre is, like, just the perfect fit for it. Mm -hmm. And when you first read the script, like, what did you think? Did you immediately connect with the character, Lauren, or did you have to hold, do a lot of research and homework on it? It was amazing when I first read it. I was like, did somebody... I, I, I mean, I didn't write it, but I felt like I wrote it. I felt like I wrote it. I felt like I knew this person. I was like... It made me feel excited because I don't think I'd written in a while. So I was like, oh, good. Somebody's doing what I exactly what I would do. Like, I just... Like, the... What the first thing I read, I feel like there was a reference to, like, Gem and the Rockers or Gem and the Holograms. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I had a Gem doll. Um, of course, I watched the show. So I was like, I just felt like, I, I I felt very connected to the character. But I also felt just really connected and excited to the writer. I love that the writer was a black woman. I was like, she's a black woman. I'm a black woman. Like, this is, it just felt, like, ridiculous. Like, amazing. Mm -hmm. Felt very connected right from the beginning yeah yes um and so who do you think is going to be drawn to this series do you think it's going to be women who want to get married or you think it's also for your married friends like mm, i feel like any woman 
around like anywhere from like 20s to 40s I feel like anybody who's ever dated or tried to date or wanted to date um is going to be interested in this and this Mm -hmm. character is intelligent and what's amazing about her I feel like she's like a lot of women she's intelligent in like the work and career arena and in like most aspects of her life but then when it comes to like romance is like challenged <laughs> and I think a lot of women feel that way romantically I know I, challenged yes romantically challenged mm-hmm. and a very active like fantasy life like she's very creative um, right. which I feel very connected to yeah mm-hmm. now do you think she actually really wants to get married or do you think that because society tells her she should get married and because all her friends are married that she now feels like the pressure to get married do you think she really wants to i think she wants connection she wants connection and i think maybe she feels like um the way to get that is through marriage um because she has a lot of people in this series like her her female friends and her male friends and they're almost in a way kind of being taken away from her Mm -hmm in their romantic relationship so maybe she's feeling like I want a c- to connect with somebody who's not going to go away <laughs> and get into another relationship um, but I think she has a very strong desire for connection which I feel very connected to that resonates for me and I think most people also and like there's a fantasy around like falling in love that like everybody I think in like western society feels very connected to um so there's this idea that all your problems will be solved once you get married. It's not true. I don't think. I'm not married, no, but I don't feel like it's that. It's not happens. true. <laughs> <laughs> no, Equa? Is that true? Um, no. Boys and girls, it is not true. I'm here to tell you that. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> a marriage is like any other relationship in the sense that there's, you know, good times, bad times, trials, tribulations, all that kind of stuff. Um, The only difference is that a marriage, unlike a friendship, usually has sex involved and, like, a different level of intimacy that can also be kind of complicated um, and has a lot of demand on it, too. Um, you know, like having babies, for example, or, you know, just sort of what's supposed to happen, what a married couple is supposed to look like. You're supposed to have your own apartment, for example. You're supposed to live in a certain neighborhood, or when you have a child, live in a certain neighborhood because the child needs a backyard, or whatever, you know, like all of those kinds of things start piling up where when you're single or you're just dating, um, I think people can be a little bit more flexible with what that might should look like or whatever what the expectations are around that um the other thing I was gonna say regarding who I think would watch this show you know I was I would agree with what Andrea said in terms of those age groups but surprisingly enough I just had it um I did a guest lecture at a private girls boarding school um in Ohio (laughs) earlier this week and I showed the first two episodes to a room of juniors and seniors who felt that they could completely connect to the white white young women juniors and seniors for the most part white young women and um, it was quite the hit so really that said a lot to me what what part about it like just dating just looking for yeah you know they were just so excited about like the idea of I mean I, 
been a while since I've been 14 or whatever, but <laughs> um, I think they could relate to, well, first of all, the humor, for sure. Um, but just, like, trying to find your maid and having all these complicated friends and mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was really... They, they, they were screaming. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. And probably... Also because um, with Lauren's character, she's so funny and so quirky and she, I feel like she makes everyone feel like, oh, that's how I feel because you kind of feel like you're alone. You feel like, oh my gosh, I'm in my own little world and all this stuff is going on around me and oh, their lives are so great and everything's coming together for them and I'm just trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And I feel like people, you know, especially myself can totally relate to that. You know, the idea of like feeling like a, you know, fish out of water, so Mm -hmm. to speak. Um, but that's really interesting. Yeah. I wouldn't think that that demographic would, you know, would relate to the series. But yeah, yeah. I actually I sent the series to their teacher like the, a few days before because it occurred to me that I had never really I I don't have that many teenagers in my life, so I I was like I don't I don't know if they can connect. To, is this okay to show them? Is it too much? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so. And I wanted to show them the episode two, which takes place in a gynecologist's office. And I was like, "Uh, I'm not really sure what the rules are around talking about gynecology to teenagers. I don't know. Um, And they just thought it was great. They thought it was great. And it was an education for the men, who the male teachers who were there, too, as to what that might look like in a gynecology office. (laughs) (laughs) At least through the eyes of Lauren. Right, right. Um, Okay, so you touched on earlier about how a lot of times there's all these expectations that come if, you know, come with marriage, right? And Haria Muhammad, who is the producer of All My Friends Are Mary, um, she, she kind of started a conversation around this idea of expectation shedding and what that means to different people. Like, you know, what expect, how do you go about that? You know, what expectations are out there and what do you connect with and what do you kind of wish wasn't there and how can we all actively shed it in our own lives? F expectations. Yeah, right? F expectations. Um, Do you think that's very hard? I mean, it's easier said than done, right? To just say that. But when you're living your life day to day and you have your family and friends and coworkers and colleagues and whoever, else saying things to you I mean how do you deal with that on you know yeah I mean I do think it's hard um I mean I suppose it depends on the expectation but you know a lot of these kinds especially to do with like marriage and partnerships and marriage in particular is a very family-centric um activity you know it's not really the kind of thing at least traditionally, it's not the kind of thing that you do on your own in the back, you know, the way you, I don't know, get your hair done if you decided to cut it or something like that. And even that, people have a lot of feelings around that, mm-hmm. you know. But marriages, it involves not only the partner, but then, like, their family, your family. You need your family to know and his family to know and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And so it involves a lot of people, and whether you like it or not, everybody has their feelings about it. and they will tell you (laughs) and you know and I guess as human beings there's a way that we all kind of live vicariously through everybody else so all the things that I wasn't able to accomplish in my life I want my child to you know I want to see my daughter have the wedding that I didn't have or marry the man that I didn't marry or live the you know whatever it is excuse me and it's hard to 
I think it's hard not to do that. Like you actually do actively have to make a concerted effort to just like, those are my feelings. I shall put that in the back <laughs> and let so-and-so live their life the way that they need to live it as long as they're not like putting their life in jeopardy or something. Um, so yeah, it's hard because there is the feeling of, at least from my personal experience, there is the feeling that if I don't participate in a certain way, I might have to choose between having my family or not, like being a part, being able to be a part of that society, that group, that community or not. Um, and that's a scary thought mm -hmm. or can be. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Andrea? Can you ask me sure, again? Yeah. I was like, no, so listening to Aqua. <laughs> like, yeah. I know. I know. It is nice to just listen to Aqua. I can listen to her all day long. Don't make me sign. <laughs> but we were talking about the um, idea of expectation shedding, and mm -hmm. is it? It's easier said to than it's easier said than done to just say, "Oh, I don't care what people think. I'm going to live my life the way I'm going to live it. I don't care, you know, how people judge me." But I do think that there are certain steps and conversations you have to have with yourself to actually be able to not be so impacted by other people's opinions of how you should live your life. So I was asking you because, you know, you being, um, I think it's okay in a relationship, like do people then say, oh, now that you're in this relationship, okay, now what's next? And then what, you know, it's like that sort of thing. Yeah, definitely. People absolutely say that. And it's funny. It's like, it's less my family, although they do, but I don't have as much contact with them because my family lives far away. But like, even in court, like, there are, like, lawyers who, like, I haven't seen you in a while, so what's going on? Like, are you still in that relationship? Like, what's happening? Are you getting married? Are you going to have kids? And it's like, you've never even met my man, mm. but you <laughs> ask all these questions. Um, and it, it can be challenging. I feel like the opportunity is to kind of just be real with, like, what comes up when when somebody asks the question because mm -hmm. like for me it'll be like whoa like all this like like feelings will come up around it and so it's like wow like that's interesting like this person's asking me this question and I'm feeling this kind of way about it um and then like dropping into like the truth of what my experience is because I think for some people like the, the definition of um a successful relationship or successful partnership means that you're married means that you have kids means that you live together it means that whatever it means and um and that may not be your path and that and that may not be what it looks like for you um but it, it can be uncomfortable for sure I mean um the way that it feels for me to like live my life is not necessarily the way it feels for everybody else and I definitely notice that like you know I've had the experience of different people in my family kind of questioning me about different ways that I'm, like, living my life in all sorts of ways. Like, even just moving to New York, people are like, what are you doing? Like, you're moving to New York? Those people are crazy. And it's like, yeah, they are crazy. New Yorkers are crazy. But not all of them. Not all of them all the time. Just, like, people in Virginia can be crazy. Um, but I feel like it's about, um, like, dropping in intuitively to, like, what feels right for you I mean and it's interesting it's a Christian series so like for me it's kind of like okay well what does it feel like God wants me to do right now and am I willing to do what it feels like God wants me to do right now even if it's not popular even if it makes everybody in the room really uncomfortable even if it makes me really uncomffortable mm -hmm. um, because a lot of the times 
the communication I get from God around stuff to do is like, oh my gosh, it's so uncomfortable. Everyone's going to look at me. Um, and it's like, yeah, everybody is going to look at you. Are you willing to be looked at? And sometimes I say yes, and then sometimes I feel like no. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I try to say yes more than no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think it also has to do, it's not just family, too. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, as a woman, I mean, and as a man, too, I guess differently. I mean, just thinking about, like, a job. I know I haven't really worked in the corporate world that much, but even as a filmmaker, being a fil- female filmmaker who's single versus a female filmmaker who's married where the expectation is like well if you're married clearly you're about to have kids any minute now so it's like well I've had people (laughs) I remember working on shoots when I was married and people would apologize to my husband for keeping me on the set late Mm. like oh poor guy you know we should call him I'm like why are you apologizing to him? He's chilling at home. I'm the one busting my ass on set. I'm sorry, why is that? <laughs> you know, because like, oh, we don't want to keep you apart, or poor guy, he's missing you, or whatever it is. But then, if I wasn't in a relationship, then, oh, well, we can just work you 20 hours a day, and that's fine, right? Because right. it's not like wow. you have anything right. better to do with your life. It's right. Like, what? Um, and I've seen that also as far as, I know, like, in Kenya, for example, when people send in their res like write up their CV or their resume they write on their their marital status Bec- and because people I guess will decide if they want to give you the job or not depending on if you're married for both men and women because um, if you have kids at home then we can't like for example you might not be able to travel much or it's going to be or you're going to make it a big deal if you have to travel all the time or we can't keep you out late because you have to go home and breastfeed or something, you know, like mm-hmm. things of that nature. And if you're in a relate, being in a relationship, like you don't even have to have the kids, but being in a relationship alone is like, well, kids are about to come any minute now, so we might not be able to fully get the best out of this investment, essentially. Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, I guess that's more political, actually, <laughs> than it is an expectation. That's. That's actually pretty terrible. Yeah, and they're and that's illegal. They're not able to do that. Um, I hear. I, I hear. Right. <coughs> I remember when I worked my corporate job. I swear, everybody after they were had, had a baby, the women after they had a baby, they were able to jet out of there at five o'clock, <laughs> like four fifty nine, <laughs> and it was just yep. like, oh, okay, yeah, no, she's got to go. And I always felt like, oh my gosh, but, you know, what about women who aren't able to have children or don't mm-hmm. want to have children? So they, it's okay for them to right. you know work and burn the midnight oil. It's just so kind of mm-hmm. crazy, mm-hmm. but um, but yes, mm-hmm. huh? Okay, um, um but. All my friends are married. The Instagram page is up. Um, on all my friends are married. Oh, A-M-F-A-M-T-V. And that's also on Twitter. And then on Facebook, you can just type in all my friends are married. Um, and this whole series is really brought to you by um, the Black TV and Film Collective, which is going to be rolling out um, a bunch of other series later on this summer. Key Lloyd, I think, is up next. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's written um, and directed by Haria Muhammad. And hopefully we'll have a chance to chat with her about All My Friends Are Married. Um, is there anything else that you want to say about All My Friends Are Married? Um, I just think it's a really, aside from just being a fun, light, funny, creative, fabulous series, um, I also just want to say that it's, you know, it's a project that was put together by a group 
of mostly black artists who, um, you know, which is now the Black TV and Film Collective, you know, that I think we kind of started off on All My Friends Are Married. It's, you know, it's a thing that happens in New York where there's a number of us who are independent artists and we're hustling and we're doing our thing and the only way to, for us to move forward is if we, you know, sort of get together and help each other to move forward together. Um, and that has turned into the Black TV and Film Collective now, which is a fabulous organization. We're about a thousand members strong, I believe, um, of artists in a number of capacities, not just directors, producers, writers, actors, but, you know, wardrobe people and grips and electricians and, you know, everybody um, kind of bringing our talent and PR and journalists and like just everyone um, bringing our talents together to push our own work forward and to um, to kind of get ourselves on a platform. You know, it, it's you can spend a lot of time in the city working for a lot of people uh, and doing things that you may or may not really like or may or not, may not be particularly useful to you. Um, but this has been a really nice family. Um, and I, I'm just really proud of the work that we've been able to do together and that we're able to actually show something. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and you're actually in post-production. Before we get out of here, we're going to just talk about some other projects that you all are working on. You are, um, you just are wrapped up uh, filming on your short film. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's my third professional short film. It's called Farewell, Mail Amor. At least that's what it's called right now. <laughs> um, and it's a short film that I shot with two actors. Um, lead actor is Sang Goja. He was the Tony-nominated Tony actor who played Fela on the Broadway show. Really brilliant guy. And Nana Mensa, she's a Ghanaian-American actress who is on the very popular web series, An African City. Um, and they just, they did a fantastic job on this short. I'm really excited to get it out there. It's premiering this July at the Zanzibar International Film Festival. Um, so wow, that's what I'm getting ready for. So yes. awesome. Thank you. Congratulations. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> and then, so Andrea is not only a really talented actress, but she is a writer. You actually write a lot. You've written a lot. I have. Your short film BFF was screened at a bunch of film festivals, and you've written like twelve different shorts. So, and you've taken a break from that, um, and then you got back into acting. And so now that all my friends are married, the season one is in the can. Season two, you know, to be determined. Um, what are you going to be focusing on now? Do you want to go back to producing maybe one of your other shorts? I had not thought about it, and then Equa said something about <laughs> yeah. it a couple of days ago. So, I mean. It made me, it, uh, I, it does make me feel excited to like revisit some of the, the shorts and features that I've written and see if I want to tinker with them a little bit and maybe get them dust off, take the dust off the pages and see what will happen with them. Um, I love writing a lot. I get, I get ideas a lot and um, so I don't know. I mean, I, maybe. maybe. Andrea has a very unique very unique voice, voice. <laughs> and she's an amazing comedian just I mean without even trying too hard which is like the best sort of comedy so I very much hope that you will and now that this is on record and the whole world has heard <laughs> exactly. it we're going to be asking you Everybody questions expecting <laughs> 
Her, you're going to shed that expectation. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Or maybe you, I will embrace it. You put maybe it out in the universe. It. It's official. That sounds fun. Yeah. All right. Yes. Okay. So if you decide to, you'll have to come back and talk to us about your next project, both of you. Okay. Um, but yeah, other than that, I want to thank you so much for chatting with me about um, All My Friends Are Married. Very excited to see the full series. Me and too. Yes. 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 It'll be your first time seeing it. <laughs> yeah. I've only seen the first two episodes. Uh.